Theorizing that Quantum Leap would hold up after 30 years, two friends set out to watch every episode and vanished. Oh boy. Sam's got to help an old man die. They're being chased by a terrible guy. Horses don't look like cows. Oh boy! Featuring Kristen and Leet. Yeah! Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Oh Boy! Oh boy, it's Kristen and Leet. I was supposed to start it and the Leet just jumped in because apparently I was taking too long. <laughs> I'm Leet. I'm Kristen. I'm an asshole. Yes. Christian. I'm great. <laughs> well, what do we do on this podcast? Um, we watch an episode of Quantum Leap and then discuss it on the podcast for our dear friend Elizabeth. Hi, Hi Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And Joe. And Joe. Oh, there's a new listener named Joe. Hi, Joe. This is the show, by the way, where if you listen, we will know and we will call you out for it. <laughs> we will call your parents and tell them what you did how does it feel guys <laughs> what's new Kristen? what's going on um it was canada day and i went outdoors for it and big mistake yeah it is it's always a big mistake um anywho anywho what, what episode are we what's talking new about with you oh you know i'm i'm uh um Waist deep in prep for the Hamilton Fringe Festival, my uh, comedy duo. No, it is duo. not time for plugs yet. <laughs> sex you cult. Save the plugs for plug time. A musical sexplosion. Okay, fine. July 18 to 28 in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario. Well, you only get one, so later you're going to have to either plug something else or just shut up about it when we get to plug time. Okay. I'm kidding. You can, you can mention it twice, but... Do you want to tell us about this episode? Uh, let's just go from the, the beginning, I guess. Um, or, or do you want to recap? No. Let's just dive into yeah. it. Um, it opens up with our, again, our Majel Barrett computer voices back. So it seems like they've settled on one now yeah, they, for they the opening found the monologue. one that takes the longest and decided to go with that. They're like, you know what? We really need to stretch these episodes out, guys. So they, yeah, they, they have this new recap. I I guess last time I missed the part where she talks about how they like ran out of funding. Yeah. Is that new? Um or he's like she she adds into the monologue like yeah. for fear of losing funding, they Yeah. Did, he he used himself as a subject and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't realize that that was a a part of it." No, I mean, I think that was touched on in the pilot, but... Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I just mean as part of yeah, the opening as, monologue. Yeah, I don't it know. It seems like a weird detail to throw in. I don't it, know. It seemed like it was the same um, narration as last time, so I think we probably just talked over it the first time because we like to talk during the opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. And sing. Well, during the opening Yeah, we like the theme song. That's our opening monologue. Uh, he leaps and he is being uh, beaten up by a couple of cops, thrown into a jail cell where he yeah. sees... Well, he does, he does, um, we didn't see this in the first iteration last week, but he actually does, like, give one of the cops a roundhouse kick. I was gonna say, like, it was pretty good. Like, he, it was like, the cop is tall and he, like... Kicks him in the face. Like, he stretches his leg way the fuck up and kicks him in the face. It was impressive. But then, yeah, he gets thrown into the uh, cell mm-hmm. with uh, uh, the character of Joseph, mm-hmm. his grandfather. He looks in the mirror and says, what? They only ever use um, one word for for the... Um, race of people that these guys are they're native americans for as we say in canada first nations people but they only use the one word yeah which again this is an episode set in 1970 yeah it seems relatively accurate but i'm not gonna say it yeah but he says i'm a native american yeah exactly 
so uh, yeah, he says that, and then cue the which again, I'm like you'd think that like being beaten up by the cops would be enough of like a of an exciting opener to the episode. No, 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 we have to find out um, um, that he's he's a different race, yeah. and then that's our cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's funny too that the grandfather just kind of laughs at that. Cause, yeah, because he says it, and the grandfather's like, Whoa, like, and come, sorry. How dare you? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> god. Anyway, um, he just like laughs and comes up with a quip, but it's it's kind of funny though. Like if yeah. I heard someone just looking in the like if if somebody was looking in the mirror like, oh my god, or oh boy, I'm white <laughs> or something, I'd be like, um. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, did you not <laughs> realize? Like, I, I'd stop and be like, what's going on with you why, today? Why are you just narrating? <laughs> and you have brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. That, um, that doesn't phase anyone around him. Again, yeah. it's sort of like time travel, typical time travel stuff. Yeah. Um, um, we find out that they're in jail, both of them, because they stole a car mm-hmm. or a truck, rather. Um, and and seeing as though I'm just gonna say they're about to steal the truck again, a they're gonna time, break yeah. out of jail and steal the car again. And it is the most identifiable vehicle I've ever seen. It's a pickup truck painted like a cow or like a like a like a pinto horse or something yeah. like like white with brown spots specifically. I guess not quite a brown cow, but you you know what I mean. It's got a it's got a it's got a cow like aesthetic to it. It's it's a car that's painted like an animal. You're gonna find it. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you know. It's a little a black white car. Nissan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So not really wise to steal the same car again. Yeah. But. So this is my this is my my problem. Right off the bat is that um, the, the, the old man, the grandfather, Joseph, um, um, basically convinces Sam to help him break out of prison. He's like, we got to get out of here. Or right? jail, I should say, not prison. But he's like, um, oh, I don't really want to be in prison anymore, so let's break out. And then Sam's just like, yeah, makes sense. Well, once he's like, can't break out of prison, it's against the law. And then grandfather's like, but let's just do it anyway. I'm just a nice man. And I'm like, he is a nice man. I'd like to break him out of prison. And also, like, and they he... do it by assaulting a cop. Like, like And stealing his gun. Knocking him out, too. Yep. They like lure the cop in under a ruse. They hide Sam. So he's like, hey, where'd that guy go? And then beat him over the head until he was knocked unconscious and steal his gun and lock him in the cell. Another... Pretty bad crime. Yeah. I know that they're bad. Obviously, the cops are awful and they were beating up this guy. Like, I know that they're awful cops. Yeah. But, like, for Sam to just be like, I am down to commit some crime. Yeah. I just left. I'm ready to do it. And before and he gets the download from Al. That's what I was Because I was like, I was the entire time I was like, Al's going to show up and be like, these guys get shot trying to break out of jail. Yeah, what if Al, like, sh- like shows up later and was like, no, you, you were... You were sent back here to make sure they don't. <laughs> or like, Please Joseph visit. killed and ate 40 people. Your job is to make sure he goes well, down. Yeah, you don't know who these people are yet, man. Like, you maybe don't want to just be like, sure, let's let's attack a cop and steal yeah. a car again. Or at the very least, like, hey, let's wait until Al shows up. I literally wrote down, so Sam, without consulting Al or Ziggy, just decides to steal again, beat up a cop, and then... Uh, flee. So beat up I two mean, cops. He actually knocks out two cops in his escape. That's right. I mean, Sam. But on the uh, on the other side, though, like it's been overnight. Like the cops were beating him in the evening time, and they break out in the morning. What the fuck took Al so long? He was having a fight with uh, Minty Marge with her <laughs> smelly toesies or whatever. Oh God! <laughs> Never say that sentence again. <laughs> But it's like, it's like the, the writers of this show were kind of like, oh, well, n- nobody will notice. Like, in, in screen time, it's only like 30 seconds that Al's missing. But it's like, oh, no, that was 12 well, we hours. Noticed. That was 12 <laughs> hours that Al was just like, ah, later. 
It's like, oh, I bet Sam's probably a uh, lap by now. <laughs> Just about this time, he's probably figuring it out. <laughs> I yep. think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I think he can do this one without me. I'm going to go to Boca. <laughs> um, yeah. So then uh, they get they leave in the car. Yeah, they drive off. Um, oh, and they enter. Is it they go into Ohio? Nevada. Nevada. That's right. What? Oh, you think of the song? Well, because then uh, Joseph starts singing Oklahoma, and Sam has a really interested smile on his face, and I'm like, "Cause Sam, you just know he loves Oklahoma." Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Sam and Scott Bakula, you just know <laughs> this is a moment where it was I saw the most genuine reaction from Scott Bakula of just like. <laughs> Peaked delight. Of, and he's like, like literally vibrating. Just Broadway. <laughs> just so excited. But he has to act like he doesn't like Oklahoma, but he can't do it. He's like, oh, that's such a cheesy show. Because like, <laughs> like, the thing is, he's as, smiling from ear to ear. As they're crossing the state line into Nevada, um, Joseph starts singing it, but he's singing it to the, he's singing Nevada, but it's like, it's like Nevada, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. And then <laughs> Bacula's like, no, you're getting it wrong. You're getting it wrong. I'll show you. I'll show all of you. Sing it right. Oh. <laughs> true you just see him holding it back and he knows that sam can't have the reaction but scott is just seething <laughs> if anything you're a judd yeah. <laughs> that's such a judd thing to do okay fine we'll do the duet we'll do the duet but you're judd <laughs> oh man um, um, and then Al finally shows up, and I'm like, it is about time, yeah, Albert. It's been 14 hours, Al. <laughs> Al's just like, whoa, whoa, you guys are way off. Ziggy says you're supposed to be on the East Coast or something. Like, I don't know. Um, so Al shows up. We find out uh, uh, Sam has leapt into a guy named George Washaki. Uh, 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 Joseph is his grandfather and um, so first of all this is the thing that I clocked is that Al starts to get really butthurt when Sam knows stuff and yeah. so he's like okay so you're in the state of and then Sam goes uh, yeah we're in Nevada. Nevada and he's like yeah. oh yeah well the year is and Sam goes 1970 and Al just like starts like get like gets really hurt and like well, why am I even here well cause Al it's been like 14 hours yeah, I investigated had, listen I had to figure out what year it was and where I was because otherwise the jig would be up my friend yeah. I had to do your work for you today but then, my goodness yeah Al, Al says uh, that what he's there to, or, or, or at this by this point uh, Sam has discovered that uh, Joseph is is sick he's got emphysema and uh, Sam says oh I'm here to save Joseph's life and then Al says no you're here to make sure that he dies with dignity yeah which is a bummer <laughs> yeah um, yeah. And also, uh, while he's, he's, uh, talking to Al, he mentioned something offhand, like, um, no, I know, because I'm a doctor. Well, I used to be a doctor. And I'm like, did you used to be that kind of doctor? He went to medical school. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember did. in, uh, I mean, the even pilot, the pilot, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I guess, to me, I'm like... Well, he has eight weird. doctorates. Yeah, but for one, even one of them to be in medicine, like, that takes so much schooling. No, 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 not if you're Sam Beckett. He just read a book once. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, it's the future. He downloaded it into his brain. Matrix like stylies, yeah. He also, <laughs> he knows Kung Fu. He's also a doctor. Also, this is nine years before The Matrix came out. Yeah. Oh, Matrix. Now I see. Now I see. Nah. Nah, stupid Kristen. Um, But also, meanwhile, um, uh, George, Sam's sister, shows up at the sheriff's station. He's like, oh, my grandfather and my brother are here. And the sheriff's like, nah, 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 nah. Get this. Get this. They fucking left. I know, right? They left. Anyway, we're going to go kill them. Literally 15 minutes ago, too. Like, oh, you just missed them, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you actually got there faster than Al. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the sister, played by Gloria Hayes, 
who I know from the movie Witchboard. Which which Witchboard? The Witchboard. No, but which one? No, which Witchboard? Which Witchboard? Which Witchboard? Mm. But which which one? I mean, the one that's featured in the movie Witchboard, I guess. Is there a sequel? Because then we could say, like, which witchboard? Like, oh, that's the movie, true. There like, is a witchboard, too. Oh, there we go. So which witchboard is she in? Uh, the first one. Oh. Is she in the second one? I don't know. I don't oh. think so. I haven't seen it in a long time. Now I kind of want to rewatch it. Starring Tawny Katane, who is, for some reason, one of my favorite people to reference, because no one knows who that is. And I sure don't. She was, In like, witchboard? Yeah. She was like a video, she she was in the White Snake video that I think was like popular. They reference it in the movie, Talladega Nights, when Amy Adams gets on the table and starts flipping her hair around and, and he's like, oh my God, that's just like Tawny Katane in that White Snake video. <laughs> She's just another redhead who dances. That's all. Cool. Did you like this conversation? <laughs> I figured you played the witch witch board game with me, so now I'll play the. I'm just going to talk about Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane. Yeah. So if you like the Tawny Katane material, audience, <laughs> tweet at us <laughs> at Kristen Leet. And please don't. I'm sure it'll just be mean. <laughs> I'm sure it'll just be like, "Shut up, Kristen. Go go away, Kristen. We hate you, Kristen. <laughs> Suck an egg, Kristen." <laughs> An egg. Have you ever been on Twitter? Uh, <laughs> well, there are eggs on Twitter in the profile picture. Yeah, only of bots. Yeah. It's a real problem. Yeah. Election security. Anyway. Um so uh Sam and Joseph stop off at a at a roadside store. Yeah. Yeah, this scene was so awful. There was a lot going on in this scene. Yeah. Um, it's just very uncomfortable because they, they need to buy blankets. Well, he and... goes in and says, do you have any buffalo pelts? And the guy goes, no, but I've got blankets. Yeah. And will this come up at all? Like, here's the thing. is They end up... Some would say stealing an awful lot of stuff from this store. Yeah. Um, all of which gets used at least once, except for the fucking blankets, which was the reason they stopped in the first place. Oh, no, maybe, like, because they camp out for a night. Did you see them use blankets? In fact, they didn't even camp out, because remember, they uh, they snuck off in the middle of the night when the sheriff closed in on them, so... Mm. Maybe they fucking used them later when they stole a bunch of horses, but, like... Yeah, maybe. Well, they have a recurring thing in this episode. It's, like, they stole a gun from the cop and the car, like, the truck. And then when they go into the store, they trade the gun for blankets. And then, of course, the guy's, like, you know, the, the grandfather's, like, will also give us that antique Winchester rifle. Also, maybe... He just like steals a whole bunch of other stuff. Also, like, an oxygen gun was tank. Worth way more, and and uh, very awkward because of course Sam looks for his wallet, can't find it, pulls out a gun, and the guy's like, "Oh no, take I'm whatever you robbed. want, take whatever you want." He's like, "Oh no, 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 we're not robbing you." I'm like, "I just wanted to Sam, trade." Sam, when you felt the gun, maybe don't just take it out. Pull it out with your finger on the fucking trigger. Exactly. Maybe be like, "Oh, you know what? I have this like." Super high quality modern gun. I'm Police gonna take it out. Re- uh, uh, pistol. I'm gonna take it out carefully and put it on the table. Just a heads up, so you're not freaked out when I yeah. pull a gun out. Like yeah, but also they're like, okay, so first of all, the amount of shit that they went up to the till with, they say it's like fifty bucks worth of stuff. The the guy at the counter says mm-hmm. fifty bucks in nineteen seventy dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. And then, so he pulls out this gun and says, hey, I'll trade you this gun that I obviously stole. And they're like, oh, but it's worth more. We're going to take this and that and the oxygen tank and everything else. And then, meanwhile, Joseph is just stuffing his pockets with fucking candy and paint and everything and get his hands on. Yeah. This is not, you might as well have just pointed the gun at him. Yeah, exactly. There's like, no you, so difference. you robbed the man. You and then, and, and, even and he then, was being very nice, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, and 
and then you would still have like a second gun, which you clearly needed. Yeah, that's a good point. Like of all the things to to quote unquote trade, they do that a few times. Like yeah, when they they steal two horses and leave the truck and leave a yeah. note that's like, sorry, here's a truck. It's we'll like, return well, the horses. Somehow? That was my daughter's favorite horse. It was her best friend. <laughs> So, and also, you're taking it up goes. a mountain, and then you're going to start wrestling on it. You're, like, essentially abusing this animal, yeah. also. So. Meanwhile, even in the first scene, when they're talking about how they stole the truck, they're like, oh, we did. We just borrowed it. We were going to... It's like, no, you, we're going to cross state lines and die. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you weren't bringing it back. Stop pretending this isn't theft. Yeah, it was a little weird. Um... Although, um, I will say, maybe this is a moment to... Oh, no. Well, I was going to say maybe this is a moment to say... I mean, there were a couple things that are different in this episode than an episode like... Uh, I, I, I guess we, we always feel apprehensive about ones that are about racial issues because it's from the perspective of a white guy who's leapt into someone um, of a different race than his own. Yep. Um, but in this one, it was kind of good that he had the grandfather to take his cues from mm-hmm. and to follow, you know, and, and, and do what he wants and learn about the culture and, and actually like go in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not making decisions for someone who he isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. And also the, the episode, I mean, it didn't center around uh, I mean, it did involve racism. It, it involved racism and, and also... culture. Like, it was yeah. about his culture. Yeah. But it wasn't... That wasn't the conflict, you know? Maybe? Hmm. It's hard to say. I mean, it was... Obviously, the conflict in brutality that, towards, yeah. you know... Uh, and, and it was the conflict in as much as... Like, that was their obstacle, was basically... The, the, the racist sheriff. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But, like, the color of truth was all about the fact that... Yeah, that's true. Like, like the conflict was that he was a black man. Yeah. Which, yeah. Or, like, the Americanization of Machiko was yeah. specifically about, like, he married a Japanese woman and brought yeah. her home. This, um, so, certainly an improvement, I think. I th- yeah, I would say that's likely, that's fair. But yeah, I just wanted to chat about that for a second. Yeah. And also, like, the other thing is that they wrote the character of Joseph to just delight so much in, in First Nation stereotypes. Um, yeah. Actually, also, just going back for a second, the reason they stole the oxygen pump from the store is that Sam is using it to treat Joseph's emphysema a little bit because he needs oxygen. And that's one of the things he keeps saying, like, we should go to the hospital so you can get some oxygen. And he's like, now he's got this little tank of oxygen. That's why they stole that $400 piece of equipment. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, they get radioed by the police. By the police and also the sister. The sister. Just hops on the line. I just thought this conversation was so funny because she's like, Grandfather, you have to come back. Like, you know, I, I want you to be here when I get married. And then he goes, like, you're getting married? And she's like, well, no, but like, someday. I'm like, well, But like, what girl. if I did? <laughs> like, you can't, like, he's yeah. an old man and he, he, he knows his time is up. You can't be like, one day I might get married. It's like, well, what are we talking, like, 10 yeah. years? Even if I, like, like, if you meet a guy tomorrow, it's still me. two years before you reasonably get married. Yeah. I'm, like, even if I go to the hospital, I'll be for sure dead. He should have pursued it, but like, are you seeing anyone? Is there <laughs> anyone in the picture? Well, no. Okay. Like, There's this guy at work. <laughs> I mean, are you talking to him? No, I just think he's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try working on yourself. Maybe your problem is that you're so absorbed with getting married and finding yeah. a man that everyone can just sense it. Yeah. Maybe you need to develop yourself first and then find a man. But listen, don't worry about me at that point because... <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just such a strange thing for her to say. Yeah. Like, what if I have kids one day, Maybe. Yeah. Or it reminds me of that, um, you know, in The Mummy, when he's like, think of my children, Benny. He's like, you don't have any children. Someday I might. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's about to kill the guy. Yeah. It's also a joke I could name in five other films. Yeah. You wouldn't hit a man with glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that used again? 
that kind of similar? Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> I hate snakes. <laughs> We've got to take the ring to Mordor. <laughs> I don't know. Rosebud. <laughs> Rosebud. <laughs> Avengers assemble. <laughs> No, they'll do us. <laughs> you can't ever speak those words. <laughs> I am Iron Man! No, lead, no. <laughs> My spidey sense is tingling. Lead, what are you doing? Lead! Thor! <laughs> Thor smash! <laughs> Thor smash! By the power of Grayskull! I'm Black Widow. <laughs> and I'm Hawkeye. I shoot people. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you know Hawkeye's fav- famous line. Pew, 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 pew. It's <laughs> his catchphrase. Please note that we're also doing finger guns while we do that, which is not I, how Hawkeye fights. I, I, I think they could hear the finger guns, Kristen. We need finger arrows. Pew, pew, twing, 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 twing. Is that better? Twing, 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 twing. Twing, twing? <laughs> That's what twing, arrows sound like, right? That seems like it, like it would be a like a comic book like kind of what's the word I'm looking for like a flip flip yeah or like a Spider Man goes flip Wolverine goes schnick schnick or or snicked snicked yeah that's a that's a good one I do not care about these movies um they steal some horses <laughs> there's horsies yeah they're they, they're driving <laughs> they down the paint road with like house paint yeah which i'm like that can't be and it's 1970 so it's fully lead paint I'm like oh don't put that kind of paint on the horses um um but but uh they need horses because they realize that they can't drive over the mountain so they get out of the hor- the car they, they in fact quote unquote trade the truck for a couple of horsies mm-hmm. and they're cute horsies i like them you like horses they're my friends Aww. um Okay, so this is a fun... Um, you know how when you're driving through the country mm. and you see a horse or you see a cow or you see a sheep or anything like that, you just yell the type of animal that it is? Yes. You know, that's, how, how that's a thing you do in the country? It's a game that's not really a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just you see a horse and you go, horse! Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> Grace, my partner Grace, your friend and mine, Grace. Who? Um, who I'm just kidding. Hi, Grace. Uh, incidentally, she, she doesn't listen, listen so to this. But um, listen to this I should also mention she's got a, a show in the Hamilton Fringe Festival, as I do. Sex Cult, a musical sex explosion at the Hamilton Fringe Festival oh, coming up this month. Oh, did it again at the wrong time. Um, Tell us about Grace's show, though. Um, Grace's show is called Slow Dancing with Mediocre Boys. It's um, a, 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 the story of our life. Um, oh. It, it's not. I'm not. Boy. I'm not one of the mediocre boys in the show, but it's a very funny show. I've seen a couple of previews. It's very funny and good. You should see all of our shows. Yours too, Kristen, at the Hamilton Fringe Festival, uh, July 18 to 28. Anyway, no, my partner and yours, Grace. Um, <laughs> She's my partner too. Yeah. She's my partner too. <laughs> His partner's my partner too. Um, but whenever she- we go out, people always shout, "That's a truffle." <laughs> thruple. thruple thruple shut up anyway um but the thing is like playing that the, playing the horse and uh cow game grace always loses because she can't tell the difference between horses and cows How? <laughs> i'm sorry grace but that is like toddler toddler <laughs> knowledge 100 percent of the time if she sees a horse she'll call it a cow and vice versa what <laughs> she has a phd she does have a PhD. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, she's a veterinarian. <laughs> she's a veterinarian. But then she recently, like last summer or something, was like starting to get it right. And she's like, ah, I figured out how you can tell the difference between horses and cows. And we're like, how? From the basic way. And she goes, like, from their legs. You got to look at their legs. <laughs> That's not true. That is not what I would go to. I would go to the face. Or the everything about them. <laughs> They're entirely different animals. Does that look like something the that posture. you ride or something that gives milk? Grace. Oh. That's so funny. Uh, she's not good with animal anatomy, it would seem. Anyway, she's my whole world. Aww. Um, so they steal some horses and then they paint them with, with war paint. Because, again, we just have to do every... First Nations thing we can think of in this episode. Is that the paint they also use to put on their own skin? Um, 
Not specifically. So... That was yellow paint, and then um, the, uh, the uh, Joseph was painting his face with white and red paint, which seemed to be it wasn't from a can of paint. I don't know what okay. it was, but you just you saw him kind of just like dabbing something in his hand and then drawing on his face. So I don't know where that came from. It was probably lime. I'm just so worried. I get so worried about like things on my skin that shouldn't be there. Like that um, bug on your forehead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that scorpion? <laughs> like that <laughs> poisonous black widow spider? I'm black widow. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> hey, she does use guns and you can't tell me otherwise. She does, but more often she uses a feminine wiles. <laughs> anyway. yeah, feminine wiles. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, oh, oh, but there's this one one thing in the in the horse painting scene where um, 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 Joseph starts putting handprints on his horse's kind of hindquarters, and Sam goes, "What are the hands for?" And he goes, "Ah, for people I've killed in battle." And then he makes Sam do it, and Sam is like, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do. It. I've never killed anybody." And then Joseph is like, "No, you fucking killed somebody, Sam Beckett, time traveler." And then Sam does one one handprint on his horse, and then Joseph like gives him a stern look, and he does a second one. So in world, we are actually acknowledging that Sam is a fucking killer. Oh, that's that's true. Ha! Is it dive d- d- explored? Um, how? Because uh, maybe I missed. I think I missed some key points, like this one where uh, Joseph is aware that Sam is a time traveler. I know that later, like I caught the one later. Yeah. But was there anything before this? No. Um, that he knew? There was one point where it seemed like he could hear Al. Yes. Um, I, clock- I clocked that. Yeah. Um, so again, they're, they're just playing in the gray area on that. They never, he never actually does kind of outright say like, you are Sam Beckett, time traveler, but he's, he, they're, they're implying that he's got some kind of mysterious second sight or something. The music in this episode was great. Yeah. Like it was actual music. Yeah. And not like... just like a do, 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 do. <laughs> like, like just like a dumb version of the theme song that's yeah. kind of in keeping with whatever's going on in the episode. Yeah, it's like we've got the sad version, the sexy sax plucky version. version, the sexy sax. <laughs> the plucky version, yeah, the jaunty version, mm. the tender version. But in this one, it's a, they actually like got somebody to underscore it. They actually like underscored it with like, yeah, really cool like guitar music. It was like action-y and yeah, yeah. it was good. Kudos. Um... Not that I have a problem with the soundtrack most of the other time. Sam gets fucking shot off of his horse. He gets shot. The the sheriff is catching up with him. He's always like... Five feet behind He's him. always five feet behind them and then like oh. 60 miles away. He gets shot and falls off his horse and rolls through the snow for a little bit down the mountainside. Yeah. And then is fine? Sam seems fine. Like, he's like he fully... clearly gets shot once, but then it never comes up again. Yeah, and he's like, I meanwhile, fucking carrying Joseph around. And he says he got shot in the rib, which is like, so is your lung okay? Yeah, are like, you breathing like, okay? I don't, like I don't know what that means. I got I got shot in the rib, or did you just get did like, it just grazed? grazed? But like anyway. How are you doing the rest of this episode? Are you okay? Are you okay, Sammy? Sam. Um, but then, yeah, he just gets up and starts, like, tooling around. And they're, like, walking for fucking hours up this mountainside. Yeah. And he's, like, carrying Joseph part parts of the way because Joseph is old and also sick. Yeah. So, like, why did Sam get shot in the first place? I mean, story-wise, not yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, also, the sheriff kind of looks like a less charismatic Timothy Spall. I can see that. He's a thinner man than Timothy Spall. Spall and Timothy Spall also lost some weight recently. And, and taller, I think. Yes. Yeah. But that adds to Timothy Spall's charm. And that's what I mean by this guy took the... Like, you know what I mean? He's like a less interesting Yeah, I mean, he's... He, like, Spall. No offense to the actor... We can't all be Timothy Spall. I disagree. I think we can all be <laughs> Timothy Spall. We should all be Timothy Spall. 
And yet we fail at it every day except for Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall, tweet at us. Timothy Spall, I'll tweet at Kristen Lee. Tell us how you did it. How did you do it? Being Timothy Spall and everything. He's you were great and enchanted. What's my favorite Timothy Spall performance? I mean, obviously he's great in the Harry Potter films. Um, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> he, oh, he was on the series I watched recently. The something, something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The something, something. It was about a, a famous haunting in England. Oh, the famous haunting? No, but uh, better. Better, better. Anyway, I like him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He also his son's an actor too, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What Jerry have I Spall. seen him in recently? I saw him in something. That Spall boy. Rafe. <laughs> something. You're thinking of Rafe Fiennes. He was also in Harry Potter. He was in that Black Mirror episode. Rafe. Yeah, I was right. I, of course I was right. Probably they should have avoided the subject of scalping. Oof. In this episode, right? We're we're skipping ahead a bit, but I'm just gonna just yeah. There's say and it again because I don't want to say it ever, and, and I kind of want you to cut it already because I'm like I don't really want to talk about it. I guess again, once again, Joseph just being like <laughs> stereotypes are fun. Anyway, this is when um, Sam is fighting with the uh, the sheriff and like actually like like brawling on this mountainside, and uh, Joseph says like Are you gonna scalp him? And Sam says like No. But then later when he wins the fight and he's holding him down and he pulls out this knife. And uh, he is about, and Sam and uh, like Al goes like, "Oh, I thought you were really gonna scalp him." And then Sam goes, "I was," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> what, Sam? Were you going to scalp the sheriff?" <laughs> it's really bad on so many levels. It's just not good. Okay, can I tell you? <laughs> it's not good. Okay, so you know the musical Annie, get your gun. Not well, but I okay. love it. So, yes. Annie, get your gun. Is a I'm musical. just a girl who can't No, that's Oklahoma. No. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that's Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Um, but... I thought that was Annie. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll shoot you tomorrow. <laughs> You're only a gun away. <laughs> Anyway, Annie Get Your Gun is a musical that has lots of racist material in it uh-huh. about about uh, Native American people. Uh, there's a character uh, of Chief Sitting Bull, who is a real historical figure. Um, when I did it in high school, um, they obviously had to cut. There's an entire number that is just like fully racism. It's called I'm a uh, First Nations person, too. Oh, yes. I know of that song. Um... um and the, so anyway, when my high school did it, obviously they cut all of the, well, they quote unquote cut all the racist material. <laughs> oh, sure you did. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so they changed the character of Chief Sitting Bull to um, Samuel Bull, who was like a Texas oil millionaire. <laughs> But there's this bit in the script where, again, in this kind of Joseph way, he threatens to scalp people, A, to play into the stereotype and also to intimidate them into doing what he wants. But then my director in high school was like, oh, well, since the character is no longer Native American, we can keep the scalping reference. So it just was this white dude in my high school... Who was like, hmm, you know, I haven't scalped a man in years. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and again, you could have I haven't shot a man in years. Yeah, you can't. I haven't punched a man in the butt in years. Like, there's so many things you could do instead of scalping. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I know I jumped ahead with that, but before that, um, my only other note was just how much Al loves Joseph. Oh, fuck. Al's crazy about Joseph. He's delighted. He says what we're all thinking. He's literally rolling on the floor laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. He says what we're all thinking. Maybe that's why, because Joseph's just like, racial stereotypes, am I right? And I was like, you're right. You're right. Volare. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> oh, okay, so they, 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 um, you know, they, they just, they have, they keep having run-ons with the sheriff. Like, I was going to go into a little more detail, but it's like, the sheriff is always, as we said earlier, like, either five <laughs> feet away or a thousand miles away. Or, like, binocular yeah. sight from. Yeah. Like, he's very close and all the time. And he's shooting at all times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, yeah. Then um, they get to real close. There's uh, one of the th- ticking clocks. What's the? It's not a ticking clock. One of the one of the the conventions they set up is basically, as soon as they cross into the uh, the reservation, the sheriff can't follow them anymore, which is weird because they've already crossed state lines. So apparently, he 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 can chase them into Nevada, Nevada. But he can't... Anyway, that's fine. Nevada. 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 Oklahoma. Let's call the whole thing off. Pew, pew, pew. I can Nevada better than you. No, you can't. Nevada. Um, I Nevada been in love before. No. (laughs) That's guys and dolls. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, I've never Nevada... When you have to explain it, it's better. No, you didn't have to explain it. You chose to explain it. I did. And I will do it again. If ever I Nevada. If Nevada, I should leave. That's what it should have been. Or maybe um, we're off to Nevada, Nevada land. Do three more. Train Nevada time. time. Nevada time. That's one. <laughs> yeah. Um, put on your Sunday clothes. There's Nevada out there. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Uh, ne- Just thinking about... Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> That's better. I was gonna do Rosemary from How to Succeed in Business. How's that go? Nevada. Nevada. Oh, that's the superstar. superstar. No, superstar. it's it's similar. It's like Ro- Rosemary, Rosemary. Suddenly there is music in the sound of your name. Do Nevada. You think you're what they say, Nevada. <laughs> Point is, uh, they've established the convention that as soon as they cross this river, then suddenly the sher- they're free from the sheriff. So they get to the point where they're uh, they're like within eyeshot of the river. Also, the sister showed up. How did she get there? Nobody knows. She was on a horse. God only knows. Yeah. Um, but Sam sends the sister off to help Joseph cross the river. Well, Sam <laughs> tries to murder the sheriff <laughs> and then scalp him. Oh. Um, Not good. It's okay. This is the most bizarre. I'm gonna actually go through this p- beat by beat because okay. So they're heading towards the river. That's fine. Sam jumps off, jumps on the sheriff, like knocks the sheriff off of his horse, and they just wrestle for like a solid minute. Sam ends up winning, almost scalps him, gets up. Also, yeah, this entire time. The sheriff has been shooting at them with a rifle. They lose the rifle in the fight. But then Sam wins the fight. The sheriff still has a pistol that he points at Sam. Then Joseph, who's by the river, sees that, pulls out his rifle and shoots at the sheriff. The sheriff turns and tries to shoot at Joseph with the pistol. Shoots him. He's, he actually like hits him with the pistol. Sam... Somehow, like, makes it down there without disarming the sheriff. He doesn't, like, take the sheriff's gun or anything. He just runs down. And the sheriff starts trying to shoot them downhill. I know this is really great audio, listeners. Bear with me. Sam picks up Joseph. All the while, the sheriff is just, like, training a gun on them from, like, 60 feet away. Mm. Sam does an impassioned speech about how he just wanted to die in his homeland. And he's crying. And the sheriff is still, like, pointing the gun at him. And he goes, if you try to go into that river, I'll kill you. And Sam turns around and walks into the river. And the sheriff decides not to kill them. What the fuck just happened? 
There was like none of that made any sense. Well, to be fair, the sheriff said, you know, if you go into that river, I'll shoot you. And then Sam delivers the speech. Okay, sure. He just wants to die with dignity. And I got quite choked up. I know you did, but fair. Yeah, and I know. It was, it was Scott Bakula crying. And... It was a bit much, and I know, but it got me. And then the cop lets them go into the river. So, like, I mean, he's he still says, like, don't do it, but, like, he's clearly a bit choked up as well, because then they walk away and he can't do it. Yeah. Because he um, gets it all of a sudden. And you know what? Like, I did think, like, the sentiment got me, and, and that part was really touching, but these men stole several things and attacked several people in the in yeah. the process of getting here it's not just he just wanted to die with dignity like yeah. and you didn't let him you know what would have made more sense is if we saw him like escape from the nursing home he was in mm-hmm. and that like like that was the the crutch of it you know was like the cops need to get him and bring him back or something. I just, it, it was just a bit convoluted by the fact that they did commit so many crimes. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it should have been about like, I don't know. I'm just confused about yeah. the meaning of it because like, it is a really sweet meaning at the end of it, but. And also the cop, I don't, like, I don't buy the cop's, transformation at the end he's been shooting at them for like 48 hours straight and he's like painted as like the worst racist and you know the incriminating thing is that they were beating up um sam sam when we come in and that is awful obviously they're not good cops they're racist cops and he says shit to the sister yeah who isn't who isn't a criminal who just she's a school teacher who showed up she came to the cops to, yeah. be, to help with, yeah. you know, tracking down her brother and grandfather. It could have just been like, as he's like, like, like fucking Javert, who's an orderly from the hospital, who's just like, exactly. like I need to bring this guy back. I need back. to bring him back. Um, bring him home, if you will. Yeah. To hospital. Bring him. To Nevada. <laughs> um, yeah. I also just want to like note that, uh, looking at my notes here, right, following immediately after Sam about to fucking scalp him, exclamation point, my next note is just Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then I don't, like, I don't, here's the thing is. I think it should have ended as they went into the river or something. It should have ended right away, but instead he jokes about football for another yeah. half hour and, and then dies and, then, like, <laughs> like, oh. and it's literally um like they get to the other side of the river sam puts him down he's dead and sam leaps and i'm like there is so much more does sam stay on the reservation for the rest of his life does he cross back to the other side of the river and let the sheriff arrest him does the sheriff shoot him like is like, Any yeah, I'm assuming this guy's gonna go to jail as soon oh, for as sure. Sam leaves, unless he just stays in the reservation for the rest of his life. Yeah, oh yeah. And it was also a bit weird because, like, the man. Well, I guess you know it's his grandfather, not Sam's grandfather, but he developed a connection with this man, and when he dies, he's like very, you know, like. Sam is strewn over the body of this man several times throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Like like when he breaks his arms, you know, you remember when he yep. falls off the horse and breaks yep. his arms? Sam, like, is on top of him. Like, you know, he, he's constantly flung across this old man. And, and it's it's just like, yeah, he developed a real deep relationship with him over the course of this episode, yeah. I guess. But that's how they, they Which did this thing. felt a little thing. weird, because I'm like, it's not your grandfather. They also did this thing of, you know? like, all the time um, being, like, giving mo- Sam moments of, like, hey, I suppose we're not that different after all. Like, where, where like Sam is like, oh, when they're at the store and they're looking at the candy shelf, and Sam's like, oh, you know, uh, my favorite was cinnamon. And then um, George goes, like, Oh, my favorite is cinnamon, too. And it's like, oh, my God. You mean we... You eat candy? You you eat candy? I eat candy. (gasps) Yeah, because you're both people. You're both people. You're both people. 
He's like you said, he's just a guy. And that's the thing is like <laughs> they, they go so far out of their way to be like, well, these two have a real connection, despite the fact that, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, the, and also like, I got to say the actor who plays um, um, Joseph, he's a charming actor. He's yeah, like he's charismatic as all get out. I would have just bought it if they were, like, became close. I'm into that. Yeah, he's funny. He's charming anyway the, the last note i have on the book of this episode is just like what the fuck happens next because joseph died also hey what happened in alpha timeline because they never say said they're like sam you're here to get this guy to die on the reservation yeah what happened what like did he did he get did, caught did he go back to the hospital did but it's also like why does why does anything in this episode happen? Well, because obviously it's a good goal to have to help this man die with dignity. Die like, the way he wants to. It's just a good to, thing yeah. to do, right? It's a good moral thing to do. But if it doesn't happen, how does that affect the future? Yeah. That's my big question. You know what I mean? Yeah. What like, was... if he dies not on the reservation, obviously it would be a tragedy and the family would be upset. But what are the ripple ripples of the in the future we never get this episode was very not about the time travel yeah you know it was very just about what it was about which yeah. is like do this nice thing for this nice family but also going back to um honeymoon express when uh al was having to justify project quantum leap to congress uh, there was that whole thing of like uh well these are hardly like um time altering things and he's like well they were important to the people who experienced them i get that but like the problem for me is just like we never find out what alpha timeline is we never find out what beta timeline is we never like yeah just we we have no idea what has actually changed what sam is doing even if it was a very small thing within the family like Mm. he you know gets shot by the police outside of nevada or something and then you know um George gets arrested and uh, so-and-so is... Uh, the sister's also involved and can't be a teacher anymore or something. Like, something that affects them, mm-hmm. that would make sense. Even yeah. if it's not, like, a time-altering huge thing that changes the world, but something that at least just changes the grandkids. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Um, I would wear Al's outfit at the end. What was he wearing? Um, I, I mean, he was probably wearing this for most of it. He was wearing, like... um a tan, like, trench coat kind of thing that was just oversized and real cool looking and, like, a brown hat, like one of his, you know, little fedora type things. Um, I don't know about the shirt and the pants. I wasn't that into it. Honestly, it was the hat and the coat looked real cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I clocked those. And And I think he was wearing that for most of the episode because I clocked that earlier on. Actually, most people... I think everyone was dressed pretty cool in this episode. And I was like, I would... I would dress like everyone in this episode. Well, Sam was just wearing like a gray button down and blue jeans, which is like... No, a, he had a cool coat. Did, oh, he did have a cool coat. That's right. The sheriff was bomb. Oh, he, he looked was cool. fancy. He was wearing a Stetson. Ah. Hey, like you. Like the me. <laughs> and then uh, Sam Leaps. Yeah, where does Sam leap into? The plug section of the show. Let's uh, let's plug each other's thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to plug the show that Leet has plugged several times already. Hopefully I get it right. It's called Sex Cult, a musical sex explosion. Correct. It's at, it's going to be at the Hamilton Fringe from July 18th to July 28th. Yeah. Great. You can buy tickets at hamiltonfringe.com slash tickets. Oh, I got it right. Yeah. That's some good charades. And um, Kristen would like to plug her appearances on my podcast, <gasps> The Pitch Off Project, a hilarious <laughs> improv podcast where people pitch movies. And, and also nothing. her uh, delightful, uh, spooky, nighttime, sleepy time horror podcast on a dark cold night available on fine purveyors of podcasts everywhere. She's wearing a on a dark cold night t-shirt right now. It says, good night, my friends. Where can they get those t-shirts? bonfire.com slash on dash a dash dark dash cold dash night how much are they i don't want to say they're expensive no um. (laughs) can i have one for free no purple (laughs) nope they're um only black like my soul yeah um 
They're not that expensive. You can you can see the prices. They they range from twenty four ninety nine to thirty seven ninety nine because there are t shirts, long sleeve shirts, and hoodies. Good night, my friends. Good night, my friends. But before we say good night to you, Kristen, let's talk about where Sam leaps into. He leaps into double identity. And we see Teresa. I miss Teresa. Oh, Teresa's and the her best. Beautiful smile. Yeah. And she's just so nice. And she's such a good hairdresser. If I'm lying, I'm dying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. She said it and my heart ached yeah. with the memory of her. I miss just just Dixie's in general. I miss season one in a way. Yeah. I feel like things were simpler back then. Yeah, before Sam was a murderer. Yeah, Sam was so innocent. And uh, there were only like eight episodes. Yeah. And it was easy to remember all of them. Now I'm like... I, fl- I flounder. Yeah, I have no idea how we're going to do um, the the Oh Boise's this season. Yeah. Or any subsequent season, I guess. How so many easy. episodes are left in season two? We're on Eight 16. Or so? Yeah, I think it's a 24-episode season. Okay. Uh, we're, so, uh, the, it's double identity. Yeah, um, so we don't know what's next week. The one we're actually going to watch next week is actually one that sticks out quite strongly in my memory from when I watched it as a kid. Like, it's one of the first episodes I think of when I think of Quantum Leap. It is titled Goodnight, Dear Heart, and uh, it is set in 1958. Okay. Can you give me a clue? Like a clue about maybe something I might see in a teaser if there was one. I mean, I don't remember the exact setup. Like an outfit or a person or something. A location. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I could do genre or I could do type of person that he leaps into or I could do um, kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. I don't like I don't I can't give you a teaser because I don't remember the exact moment that he leaps into why don't you do type of okay, person you know what I think I think actually I think this will cover both mm-hmm. because I suspect that the leap is going to happen um Beginning with Sam uh, in a morgue, pulling back a sheet over a dead body. I believe that's probably the type of thing you're going to see. Pulling it over to expose or to cover? Yeah, to to expose. Like there's there's a sheet and he's pulling it back and revealing um, a pretty young woman. Is he wearing a lab coat or is he just dressed normally? Like, like, apron, I think. Like that kind of. Okay, so he's probably a coroner. Coroner. So that's what he is, I'm going to assume. Maybe. You're looking for confirmation on my face. Yeah, there's nothing. He's got nothing on his face and it's most jarring. Um, so he's a coroner or he's doing an autopsy. Like, like the, I, I think the person has just been brought in or something and he has to do an autopsy. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. And uh, he has to s- help solve a crime of what happened to the girl. That's what I think. He's got to figure out what happened to her. And, um, and... Uh, he's got to stop it from happening to someone else. It's a murder. There's a murder about. And the murderer's calling card is he likes to (laughs) leave a note that says, Good night, dear heart. No, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that. Um... He's got to help solve the murder. He does help solve the murder. And then the ghost of the girl comes out and is like, thank you, and flies away. And it's Mrs. Stoltz. (laughs) I'll see you again, Sam Beckett, as she shakes her fist. And we'll see you again next week on the next episode of Oh Boy, It's Can I say one more thing? Yes. The montage at the end of this episode. We didn't talk about it. Right. (laughs) Okay. I just want to mention, so they do the thing, because they've decided to film quite short episodes these days, where they do a montage of the episode we just saw over end credits that go very slowly. And the music was a real jaunty version of the theme song. And it stayed jaunty as we have to watch again poor Joseph. (laughs) 
die. Yeah, it's like this is a very sad and dramatic episode. Sam is weeping openly as he carries the body. And meanwhile, you're getting like trombones going like. It was just so inappropriate, and I loved it. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, obviously, you can't have a montage with sad music, but probably what you do is not show the death scene again, is my guess. But there's nothing they could have shown from that episode, except for, like, Al rolling over onto his back. Just do that over and over and over again. Wonderful shots of Joseph laughing. That's all I want to see. Who's a Dixie of the week? Joseph. Yeah. He was I'm delightful. Just confirming. Yeah. We'll see you next week on. Oh boy! It's, it's Kristen, Kristen and Lee. Bye. Bye. Bye.